You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. And we're back, everybody. Hello. That's Hello. right. We're excited to be back. Gary, Ethan, and today, Rachel Morley. Hello, everyone. Um, for you guys who don't know her, um, let's see, where do we start with Rachel Morley? Uh, first off, we've been friends for a little bit, about little three bit. years, I'd say. Um, she's a worship leader. Yes, that's true. She does a lot of things with different ministries, and she just released a single of a worship album that's coming out. hey um, By the time you guys are hearing this, it's Monday, but today's Friday, and the single came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, and we'll write right here or somewhere on the screen um, her Instagram and stuff like that about where you can find her, and you can go get her EP. Swipe and up. Whatnot. Subscribe. You know, we might like, do... Like this. Pound that like button. <laughs> Just kidding. What we might do is maybe in the break at some point, maybe have a sample of your songs so people can cool. listen to yeah. it okay. and wet your guys' whistle for I want actually you guys to give a sample of my songs so if you guys could sing like it we sing for it. me yeah, okay yeah. Please, thank no you. one wants me to sing yeah. okay so, so Darry will do the instrumentation with your mouth only okay. and then Ethan and will vocalize sing. it yeah <laughs> alright sounds good sounds good but yeah so because of our show is things you don't hear in church and we like to be controversial and trigger some people or talk about triggering topics but also in a loving way in a godly way that honors people and god himself we're going to talk about worship today Woo. Yep. you know yep but before we get into all that good stuff rachel do you want anything you want to say anything in your mind that you're like so stoked about in life any more about who you are where do you come from yourself where did I go? Where did I come Cotton from? Eye Cotton Joe. Eye yeah, Joe. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Um, great questions. Wow. Um, I don't know. I am from Colorado. Oh, I didn't know that. Surprise. Man, that makes so I much am. sense to me. Yes, I'm from Colorado, and I moved out here. Wait, where in Colorado? Fort Collins. Okay. North. You live yeah. in the actual fort. I lived inside of in the fort. fort. In the it's fort. It's actually Whoa. on the castle. Yes, that's cool. Yeah. I live inside the, inner walls. the fort. Were you, you weren't in the jail of the castle, though. No, no, no. no. I ran the You ran the cat. You ran Fort Collins. (laughs) Anyways, from Fort Collins, came out here to YWAM, felt like the Lord called me here. I thought it was a gap semester. That was four years ago. And so clearly not a gap semester. Uh, And yeah, I was on staff with YWAM and I was here for like a year-ish. And then, uh, yeah, and then just have been invested in the community here on Oahu and um I'm a worship leader at Reunion Hawaii that's my church cool. and um staff for Kingdom Living Oahu and um Oahu School of Worship which are two ministry schools on the island Those are right good things. right on nice I'm stoked which one's your favorite oh god <laughs> you don't <have> to say <laughs> that though <laughs> I and like them all, all. and they're run by the same people, so it's really oh, just like go. the same crew. Of all That's of exciting. Us, so. That's really they're exciting. not listening, so you can you can be honest. Uh, <laughs> <cool>. uh, <laughs> they might. Be. Who knows? Maybe they. That's are. true. I don't know. We got I some like fans all. from your church. Yeah. We do. That's exciting. Yeah. Really? Dairy runs cool. all our social media stuff. How exciting! Hey, reunion. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm Hilarious. Cool. All right, so I have something I've been thinking about. Uh, really, we talked about it yesterday, but with our friends. Something that makes me upset. It's a little hot take I want to share with everybody. I'm scared. It's the toes thing. The toes The toes? The toes thing. What? Women. Oh, away, yeah, yeah. Women get away with dirty toes. What? Hear me out. Okay, so I was in work duties. I was in the yard, you know, trudging along, cutting okay. trees. Getting dirty. Getting, yeah, getting sweaty and dirty. And I go to shower and I look down at my toes and they're gross. Under the toenails is dirt and I got to get something to scrape it out and it's a, it's a hassle. And I think, man, I've never seen a woman with dirty toes. And then it dawned on me. No, it's not because you clean them. You don't. You paint them. You hide. Not you, specifically Rachel. <laughs> I feel but so attacked. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I paint my toenails. Dirty toes and they just paint them to get away with it. I don't know if that's true. But the thing is, you don't know because your toenails are painted. I actually just painted my toenails today, like an hour ago. So you couldn't know if they're dirty. <laughs> well, I do know because I just saw but them not painted. But what if they got dirty? Painted. I mean, maybe. I guess you're right, but yeah. I'm so sorry. You can paint your toenails if you want. We could. I just don't. I'm not 
that cool or that confident and my toes to paint to them. Each their own. And yeah. I don't think you can complain about it um, if you're not willing to do something about it. So. <laughs> Just Either paint your toenails or shut up. If there's a solution, then like, quit you yapping. Um, Derry, how have you been today? I'm pretty good. I just had this thought. I, I love like satirical kind of things, and I was thinking it'd be so funny if you just like release your single and like everybody's responding, like all these good responses, like people are like coming to the Lord and stuff like that, and it's just like such like a good response, and that's and you're like, just like just wait for the album, and the album is like a completely different genre. Wow, than, like, the that single. is just like it's a just, rap. Like, some wacky, it's yes, a like dubstep rap. album, yeah. actually, you guys, an yeah. acapella dubstep album. So how funny would that be? Yeah. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. Definitely not what you're doing. Surprise, you know. <laughs> it's like polka. <laughs> Cool. Anyways, um, I'm doing good besides that. That's just the thought great. I had. It's strategy team meeting today? Yeah, I had a strategy team meeting. It's Friday so for us, so we're excited. After this, we're free. So You're free. Yeah, I'm free. I'm not free. We're all free in the Lord. Amen. I have, I don't even know. This week's been rough. We've been, I'm in the BCC, Rachel. Um, I think these guys know. I think you knew that. I knew that. Um, so I've just been grinding away, and this week we're in Isaiah. Ooh. The heavy most book. homework, and it's like really heavy book, and it's yeah. wow. prophecy. So, so it's intense. Not, yeah, temple's yeah. leaving. Like, what chapter are you on right now? Charting wise, uh, I think I'm in chapter 36, but we only have 14 Oof. charts to do. What's your favorite chapter of Isaiah? I think 12. Which one? Um, is that? That's the one where he Isaiah says, um, <laughs> "You don't have Isaiah memorized? No, You're I'm a so worship sorry. leader." I'm so sorry. I should have an every <laughs> it's like the one book you have to, to have the whole Bible memorized. Isn't that a pre? So sorry, everyone. I've let you down. Sorry to my church, my mother. I'll be stepping down for ministry now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is my official resignation because I don't have Isaiah memorized. So. Um, but it's the one where he says, "Well, yeah, God is prophet. Isaiah is prophesying, and he's saying on behalf of God." It's like, I'm never going to be mad at you again, and yada, yada, yada. And I think it's, like, so cool, because I think one of the things that in my life has been hard to realize is, like, I've always known God loves me, yeah. but realizing, like, man, God's not mad at me. Yeah. Like, that's insane to think yeah. about. Like, just knowing that we sin every day, and every day we don't live up to the standard that we're supposed to as, like, perfection in a way. Yeah. And obviously, mm-hmm. in Christ, we're righteous, and we have our perfection through that. But knowing, like, man, I can, like... This, like the other day, I might have yelled at someone in traffic. I'm like knowing that it's like how dare that's not how, how dare, dare I? You? How dare, well, how dare they drive bad? So okay. let's talk about that. <laughs> Amen, bud. <laughs> Thank you. No, um, but just knowing that, like, how good is it that God's not mad at us anymore? Yeah. His wrath has been satisfied yeah. on the cross in Jesus. Yeah. And so it just like gets me so excited. I'm like, yeah, wanted to run laps around. Oof, the world. do it. Let's see. I don't run. The Bible says the wicked flee when no one pursues. Okay. So well. I don't. I don't run. <laughs> <laughs> That's just why I don't work out in general. Yeah. Also because good I strategies all I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some good uh, isogesis to. to um, do what's that. also really fun that I just remembered right before we started recording is that, um, before we started this podcast, and I was talking to Derry about starting this podcast, I was like, found out he was going to come on staff in Honolulu during his SOME, and realized. Oh man, I want to start a podcast with this guy. Rachel, you were actually one of the first people that I talked about starting a podcast. Yeah, you pretended you out. wanted to start a podcast. I didn't pretend. I wanted to. And then all to. of a sudden, you I were starting to. a podcast with Gary. <laughs> and I got replaced before I even got the job. You could have had all this fame and wealth. You could have. I mean, I could have. What? <laughs> but now we all do. Look, now it's. Look at us. I've included myself in the podcast. Nice. Move over, everyone. I'm in it. I'm your new host. Thank you, everyone, Co-host, for tuning thanks. into my podcast. I've taken over both of your roles, so. Oh. You can go ahead. What are our titles? I guess we can leave. Oh, we're not in it. Yeah, see you guys. <laughs> I'm interviewing you guys now, so. <laughs> How did you do that? I don't know. Just have no job now. So yeah. tell us about your album. Tell us about anything you want to tell us about. Anything I want. Anything you want. The world is my oyster. Um, wow, yeah. Um, so it comes out on October 30th. You said this podcast comes out on Monday? Yes. So it's available yeah, yeah. for pre-save, pre-download on iTunes today when you're watching this. Right on. Um, and yeah, so I wrote it. Majority of it I wrote back in 2017, 2018, um, when I was, like, super, super sick. I have chronic health issues and stuff, and I wrote it um, just in a very, like, transitional season. Well, I just left YWAM, actually, and so it was, like, okay. this very 
transitional season of like not feeling a lot of clarity from the Lord of like what I'm doing. I just like was very day by day, like, mm-hmm. why am I here? What am I doing? And then also just feeling like junk all the time and just being in a lot of pain and not being able to figure out like why I'm in this much pain and blah, blah, And, um, so I felt like the Lord just put this mandate on my heart of like, um, that the way that I would get through this season was not to just be like whoop plucked and removed from it, but like mm-hmm. to sing my way into the presence of the Lord. And like, um, if, you know, if he is joy and he is hope and he is healer and he is, um, King and comforter and all the things, then it's like the way that I've access to those things is like through the tangible manifest presence of, of Jesus Christ in my life mm-hmm. and anything else any other joy or hope or peace or whatever else is is fabricated unless it's directly from the person of Jesus. And um, so I just spent this time, like all of these songs are very much like secret place song for me of like Mm -hmm. things that I've just sang for the last two, three years of literally just, um, yeah, just kind of like songs that led me to like cling to the hem of his garment sort of a things. Mm -hmm. And... um, and I felt in that season, the Lord kind of put recording it on my heart. And so I started pursuing that. And I was not very obedient because I really felt like I was supposed to record it here. And I mm. felt like the Lord said, record it on Oahu and you'll record it with family and all this stuff. And I was like, hmm, maybe that's just my brain. I don't know. So they like, started pursuing recording it in Colorado and then in um, a couple different places with um, my friends on the mainland. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, all that fell through, and it was, like, super disappointing, and so I really just kind of buried that dream, and um, I wrote down this letter to the Lord that was, like, man, I've made this to be something in my own strength when it's, like, was meant to be just for you, and so I was, like, it's dead until you say it's not. I love you more than a dream, blah, 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 and then, um, yeah, and then years later, like, not even thinking, like, oh, let me record something. Like, I was not pursuing it. I was not even thinking about it. I wasn't mm. doing any of these things. And then um, Tifa and Imua Garza, the most wonderful people in the whole wide world, um, they're the worship pastors at C4, Christ Center Community Church here in, uh, in Honolulu. And they reached out to me, and they were like, hey, the Lord has really put you on our heart, and we want to record an album for you. And I was like immediately just like wept my eyeballs out wow. like, like everything so, everything yeah yep. done like they're yeah. gonna handle it all all of you it you just show up i just show up it's been That's outrageous gone. and so crazy literally like offensively generous you know what i mean like uh-huh. where it's like okay and on my on my birthday last year so november of last year i was praying and asking the Lord, like, what this year would look like. And the first thing the Lord, I felt, put on my heart was, I'm going to offend scarcity mindsets out of you with abundance. And, wow, uh, he did. Um, so it's been crazy. It's been a crazy process. And Imua is, like, the most talented person I think I've literally ever met in my entire life. He's ridiculous. I, It's crazy to be around him so it's been a wild process and so beautiful to see like songs that have been so personally impactful suddenly have a corporate grace on them to be like from my wilderness season to now this like corporate kind of global wilderness season if you will with covid you know 2020 is wild in and yeah it's just been crazy to see like that impact people and um yeah really really crazy because it's just songs I never thought would be heard by other people and like yeah just beautiful to see people falling in love with Jesus um because of songs that help me fall in love with Jesus Mm. you know yeah how does that feel like for yourself kind of putting out your whole heart to the Lord for everybody to listen to it's so scary honestly like Mm. I've had a lot of conversations with my best friend Tori about like where she's literally had to just like talk me down of like it's okay like you know okay because I'm very like I'm very outgoing and out there but I'm pretty private about like my life and it just feels so it's just such a vulnerable um like it's like costly of my vulnerability Hmm. but in the grand scheme of things like nothing that we can give the Lord is actually like costly in the comparison you know what I'm saying but it feels 
in my human perspective, it feels costly of like, yeah. oh, this is so personal. And to have, mm-hmm. it feels like people are like reading my diary kind of a thing where it's like, oh, these are like such raw moments with the Lord. And, but at the same time, it's like, if the Lord can use that to make people love him and make people worship him, then like, mm-hmm. who am I to ever think that like that, that I could say no to that or mm-hmm. should say, you know what I mean? And it's like, just lots of mixed emotions of like, yeah. just, whoa, I'm so, I think the biggest thing, I'm just like humbled. Like, I can't believe that the Lord would just use me for, mm. you know, it's like, are you sure? You know, <laughs> like, oh. yeah. Like, acting it out and yeah. you're still like, okay, I'm st- taking the next step. And you look at God like, yeah. yeah we cool is, still? We good? Like, good? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. And then like, you take a step, you're like, is this still good? And he's like, yeah. Rachel, go. I, He's yes. like, yeah, go, girl. Well, I'm already down there. Go ahead. I'm like, I don't know, Lord. I don't know. <laughs> maybe if I ask you one more time, <laughs> give me a sign, maybe. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's real exciting. Um, and then you were talking before uh, the show about the response you've already had and, uh, and just, like, God moving. Yeah. Is that more off-air private reach? Or no, I can, I share, can share some. I'm going to give everybody's names and email addresses and phone numbers and phone numbers. I'm just kidding. Social security number two. I'm just kidding. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been crazy. So the single has been out for less than 24 hours. And um, I, I uh, like, there's, like, not even words. I wish I could describe the feeling of, like, what is happening in my uh, you know what I mean? I just feel so, like, stunned by, like, hmm. the goodness and kindness of the Lord is outrageous. He's so nice, you know? And, um, anyways, but I released it, and within, um, so I released the lyric video about 24 hours ago. It was, like, 3 or 4 p.m. that I released it, so it was about 24 hours ago. And I've had so many people, like, literally not exaggerate, like hundreds of people contacting me about testimonies of just things that the Lord has been doing, which is so, I'm, with one song, you know, what? I can't wrap my brain around it, but it's like people listening to it and being healed from migraines and being healed from like, um, like feeling depression or anxiety or different things like lift off of them and like encountering the Lord. And I've had literally so many, like not just like one or two, but like, I, I don't, I don't even know how to count how many I would have to think about it, but like a lot of like a good chunk of friends that are like atheist people who have like contacted me and literally said like, things about like I'm reevaluating what I believe because oh, of this song so and like I, I one of my friends said um, this is literally proof of God and that he loves you quote wow are you kidding Ooh. me that is the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life so it's been like insane and then um, oh, the coolest thing is I've had some friends of mine um, who are very big in the uh, LGBT all that community um very high up leaders in that stuff and um they have contacted me and said like um like they've been like weeping listening to the song like all day on repeat sharing it with all their friends and like posting on social media and saying like um they're even some of the people that have said like oh i'm like literally rethinking what i believe about um like faith and things like that because Mm -hmm. of the song and like um they've like posted about um uh, about the song and so then because they're influential in that community I've had like an influx of all these like um, LGBTQ you know I don't know yeah. the end of it yeah. but I, it's like a lot of letters to remember plus, <laughs> plus. Yeah. Um, contacting me or following me and saying like hey I just want you to know like I was really suicidal before this and I listened to your song and I just I've never felt like this before and the, them saying like I feel so seen and known when it's mm. like a song that is what hit me so hard is when they said, I feel so seen and known by this song. And um, I was like, wow, like, that's because it has nothing to do. It's not like an identity song. You know, it's not one of those songs that's like, I am the Lord's. You know what right. I mean? It's not an I am song at all. It's literally like 
this is who the Lord is. And so whatever it looks like, however it comes, whatever it costs, I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to lay my life down. Like everything I have is the Lord's. It has absolutely nothing to do with like identity, but it's like, we were created to respond to the Lord, you know? And so it's yeah. like, it is identity at the same time. It's like when people encounter songs that are actually about like what we were made for, then like, mm-hmm. of course people would hear something like that and say like, I feel seen and known because that's somebody speaking like a destiny and purpose of their life, mm-hmm. maybe for the first time, you know, like they've yeah. never heard that like, Hey, your being was created to respond to the Jesus yep. Christ, you know? Yeah. That's so good. Helps you know who you it's are. Crazy. Yeah. So, it's been real wild. I did not expect that. And, uh, like, little prayers that I've just said, like, almost in passing or just, like, whispers, you know, of, like, I've prayed so many times, like, God, I just want there to be a grace on my life where I don't have to even, like, have all the right words and, like, give the perfect theological Mm -hmm. whatever. But, like, when people meet me, they know you, you know. And, like, when people hear my stuff, they, like, encounter the living God. And um, I've prayed that especially for... um, the LGBTQ plus community where um, like people would literally just come in contact with me and being like, whoa, like who is Jesus, you know? And just like passing prayers of like, why not? You know, like why, you know, he's the God of the universe. Like why wouldn't we pray for those things? Like why wouldn't he do those things? Why wouldn't people get healed when we walk in the room? If the Holy spirit, the living God who created everything is living and breathing and having his being inside of me. Why would that not happen? Why would like, why would we expect that anything else? You know, I've been very convicted of like, well, what did I expect? You know, like people saying like, oh, I want to be saved. You know, like who is Jesus? And sharing the gospel like all day long with all these things. It's like literally repenting of like, God, I'm so sorry that I had lower expectations than this. Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry that I thought that you would do something less than this. And like literally like renew my mind to think like you and to actually have the perspective of heaven that like your pursuit is so much greater than my dreams or my, you know, all the things. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyways, cool. I got that's real awesome, awesome. Yeah, that topic. No, awesome. <laughs> Woo! That was all gospel. That was all true. It was great. Jesus, I love him. Just dropped. What else is new? What else is new? We're in a totally different subject. Not as deep at all on as that. Unless you had something to say. No. I was going on a tangent about how we're in service, uh, social distancing service, and it was like a really quiet moment in the tin. That's where we have our place of worship here at YWAM, and <laughs> like moved and it was like we were waiting on the Lord very quiet somber moment and like had my phone on my lap and I moved and it hit and fell like on the cement floor like real oh, loud and I was I like, love that. It's like oh gosh man this <laughs> only happens to me the Why worst thing is like hydro flasks knocking yep. over so loud so it's bad. like throughout the whole thing feels like a Pippin in Mind's Moria you know Lord of the Rings? You don't know. I've watched oh. it one time. Oh, some people laugh I'm at so that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pippin. So sorry. I didn't have to give you a pity laugh. I don't know. Oh, it's okay. It's I, don't, okay. I, don't, I don't know. I'm not upset about it. Okay. That's a pretty good pity laugh, though. <laughs> Thank you so if much. I could have I'll give any, you more if you want. If I could have any pity laugh when I need them, it would be that one. Ha 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 ha! you feel good? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> sure. You're welcome. Um... You can just like take this sound bite and just like play it whenever you need yeah. a little like motivation. It'll be my, it'll be my ringtone. <laughs> yes, <I'm> funny. <laughs> it'll be my ringtone. Just <laughs> Rachel laughing. Ha ha ha! I'll give you another. I need to calm down. I had an energy drink before this, and I need to. You can still have it. It's over there. I need to not have it, or my heart might explode. I had a, so yeah. My yeah. Start sweating. Yeah, my yeah. brain might just like pop right out of my ears. I don't know. Yeah, I had a five shot espresso americano yesterday. Because I'll do it. What? Into no, not today. Today I had a four-shot red eye. So only four shots. I know, amateur time, but I realized there's a problem, um, and the reason I'm doing it is because I'm getting way less sleep and waking up at like four in the morning to do homework and stuff like that. Mm. So I'm like, I need to be awake and not feel like I'm gonna die, and I'm gonna not drink coffee next week because I realize I have an addiction. So, anyways, this week I gotta Good. really rely on coffee yes. which is oh Lord. god deliver, deliver. Ethan. basically Mercy. serve that master this week <laughs> repent, oh repent later. next week repent later and then yeah as i'm learning about idolatry and isaiah yeah, yeah. So sorry it's just a little hiccup i tried to make it really quiet something you say i just have like one hiccup every once in a while it's like every yeah. few hours just like and you never know when it's so coming strange. and it's just like <laughs> 
hiccups. That's like all the hiccups that you would have just in one. In like one in sitting. One but it's just like spread out evenly throughout my life. So. How many hiccups do you think Interesting. you have average every month? Every month? Or That's a week. A hard... Maybe a week. Maybe day? day? You have hiccups oh, every day? You have hiccups daily? Yeah. That might be a medical issue. You might need to <laughs> look well, into. Well, it's just like the one, you know? It's I like don't one have hiccups. Hiccups. That might be more concerning, actually. I don't know. <laughs> if there's any doctors watching, please DM me if you have a advice. I'm a little scared now yeah. that you said that. I don't. I ne- never have hiccups. Well, sorry <laughs> that you're better than me. I don't. Maybe know. twice a year. <laughs> Maybe hiccups really? Just like the, yeah. the cross you Wow. Carry. Oh gosh, I'm a little concerned to be no, honest. That's fine. It's like you've made it this far, so. I also fine. burp about the same amount of time too. Like I know oh. I, I'm a, above average burper. It just like comes whenever. Yeah. Can you already have the worship album recorded, so if you're going to go, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. No one's already going to work through it. So, yeah. suck me up to heaven, Lord. <laughs> Rapture me, oh God. I'm just kidding. I just think of like a straw he like brings on the earth. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I had a tangent I was going to go. I forgot where I was going to go. What were we talking about right before that? Worshiping the Lord. Um, we were talking about worshiping the Lord. I guess it doesn't actually matter. Um, we'll go on a break real quick, and we'll. Oh. That, no, that, yeah. what I was gonna say doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, the coffee thing. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I just stood up and I had like a bunch of stars, like like a lot oh of like gosh. little tiny white balls, like swirling around okay. my vision. No, I stood up and I looked around the room. and I was like, oh no, this, <laughs> this is unhealthy. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt like right before we started. So that's why I put my energy drink all the way over there, <laughs> nice. so I wouldn't. I, I can't. Nice. I feel that. I can't handle my caffeine, honestly. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> All right. right. Well, we're going to be right back after this little thing. Whatever it looks like, however it comes, whatever it costs, I won't praise you. Whatever it looks like, however it comes, whatever it I know you as Redeemer and life. I know you as Messiah, the Christ. But let me know you as a mirror. Would you become my Look, she's on, she said she took over, bro. Uh, thank it. you, and welcome back to my podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're so lucky and fortunate to be guests here on your show. What's your show? You're welcome. What, what is your show about? Can you tell them? Mm-hmm. It's about <laughs> the Lord. She's like, uh, okay. Jesus, Jesus Christ, my What's Lord and Savior. What's the show called? Um, it's called the... <laughs> nice classic name. That's good. The, the podcast. podcast. Really the easy. Podcast. If you search for it on Google, it's probably going to come up every time. Yes, just Google me at thepodcast.com. The is, is it spelled differently to find it easier? Or nope. Uh, it's like just spelled the exact same. The just nice. C, regular. at sign, very, money sign, Very T. regular. Cool. Yep. Um, but yeah, we were actually talking about You want to get into it? I was talking. I mean, I don't know what you're going to say. But you can go ahead. Um, I was talking to somebody earlier the group of us I think just some of our friends and we were talking about how Rachel was coming on uh, later and we're talking about like how some of them are worship leaders as well and just worship leader stereotypes and I was like so help me she shows up (laughs) she shows up with some kind of thin jacket that that goes past her knees that means she's a worship leader that means she's released music wow I released music everyone and she did (laughs) she showed up I thought no way. Oh my <laughs> gosh, you guys. I painted my toenails and I wore a long kimono thing. Wow. So nice. Kimono, I'm really, you know what it's called? I don't know. It's not called extended cardigan? cardigan well, it's like linen. Two. So That's linen? Yeah. Oh, nice. So usually, I don't know anything about fabric, so maybe we should go on. I have another stereotype <laughs> that I need to confirm or deny okay, from you. Because almost, I love stereotypes. Oh, almost go. every female <laughs> worship leader I ever see sing. At least ones that are uh, not leading, like assisting leading, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, almost always go on their tiptoes on at their tip some toes. point. Do you ever do that? 
I I'm always sure see I people do. like rock back and forth up onto their tiptoes. Oh, like, I'm, I'm not a something. rocker. I'm a pacer. I okay. pace mm. really intensely, actually. Yeah, yeah. After I, I, I'm usually sore the day after I lead worship always because wow. I just get really hype. Well, if I'm playing piano. You get high? Hype. 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 Nice. Oh. High hype on good. the most high. Hey, yo. Praise it, don't blaze uh, it. Hey, yo. Um, what was the question? Oh, yeah. But I'm just very like. I get real intense, but I don't think I. I'm sure I uh, at some point go on my tiptoes. Yeah. yeah. Like walking, uh, once you know? in your life you've gone on your tiptoes. <laughs> well, yeah. leading worship. But I, I I have seen people do that, like rocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't I don't personally. That's not a habit that I. I just see it so much that so I thought. Maybe I've never paid attention to that. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm so curious. because she's worshiping, dude. I do it all the time. Sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm not distracted by those things. <laughs> My eyes are on Jesus, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, being the show that likes to talk about... Um, controversy. Controversy. I'm terrified. Um, I'm in Enneagram 7, if you know what that is. So, um, I don't. It means I'm. Um, we talked about this last week. Yeah, but I. It still means like, it ooh, I avoid those kinds. Of she things. loves to party. It's not my wing. I love party. She loves partying. We respond. I just love like having a good time. You know, I deflect all the difficult emotions. Oh, that's okay. Welcome to the show. So I, I was honestly a little nervous to come because I didn't oh, really? know what you guys were going to ask or like talk yeah. about, and I didn't know if I would. Need It'll be to, good. It's gonna be fun. Break out of like a tap dance to like distract yeah. from any attention. You know. Yeah. yeah. So, like predestination. What do you think? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts, but I'm scared to express them. <laughs> no, not what we're talking oh, about. We're not talking about that. Um, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on what you think, like worship in a way, has become in America. I mm-hmm. think in the last couple of decades, mm-hmm. uh, you listen to worship from the '90s, and obviously, music changes and evolves at all times. It's normal, but I think a lot of times it's easy in America to have worship be a thing and not any fault maybe by the church or the worship leaders or worship bands but or by maybe the fault. cultural mindset by and large it can easily in some churches and I've seen it in this way regarded um, become almost seems like an entertainment thing mm-hmm. where if you go to like a conference right mm-hmm. and you ha- you go to the worship and not saying lights are bad or fog machines are bad I mm-hmm. like all those things those are fun Yeah. but it, I, I feel like you can tell sometimes when you're like uh, they're not actually like caring to worship yes. yeah. but it's more about like a presentation and making yeah. it flow yep. so yeah. I know do you exactly have any thoughts regarding that I have that? so many thoughts you know uh, there's going to be like two songs and someone's going to come up and speak yes. in tongues and give a word 17. and two more songs 17.26 minutes yep. and then yeah. I've laid out churches where they have taped a box for me on the stage and they have made me change clothes where they have Whoa. like directed what? me that I can only lift my hands at a certain point of the song Whoa. yeah I'm That's very crazy. passionate about did you just walk topic. away no or I did you break there. every rule they gave you no, I because I think <laughs> those I are think, the only two options that you have: walk or break the rules. <laughs> well, I think like this is a great controversial topic. This is my favorite controversial topic, actually. Love um, it. Here's Good. my wing eight. Hey yo. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. That's me. Um, I um, I have so many thoughts. Holy Spirit, help me know what to say right in this moment. Yeah, I think um, I used to have the perspective of, and I think it's really, um, it's way easier in YWAM to, just like in, in YWAM and mission senses, because you're so close to, um, like you're, you're so consistently focused on like the persecuted church and on mm-hmm. impoverished nations and on things like that, where like they don't even have the option to make it performancy if they yeah. right. wanted to, you know? And so I think... Um, because we like when you're in this kind of a culture I think for me when I was here it was really easy for me when I was in that season of life to um, to really demonize um, the mega church culture mm-hmm. and think like you are the problem of the church you know and I remember sitting um, it was that day actually that I had gone to this church and I was leading up my, my friend's church and I was sitting in the back of, um, like during the sermon, I was sitting in the back of the sanctuary um, before we went on for the second set and I was pissed. I was so upset and like the pre-meeting before service, like praying all together as a team and like the pastor had said some things that were just like, like there was absolutely no mention of Jesus. There's absolutely no yeah. mention of like why we were there, what we were doing. It was mm-hmm. all about numbers and procedure and doing this stuff. And it's like, man, uh, 
have you asked Jesus if uh, if he's uh, what he wants to do Martyrs, today? If yeah. he's uh, like, hey, did you check if he's uh, he's here? You know, like yeah. you know, it's like kind so easy to just do the stuff without without like what in this agenda actually requires the Lord to be present and alive. You know, mm-hmm. like and if if there's nothing, then like I'm sorry, what are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. like okay, there's a lot other places that are that are way better at performing and at putting on a show mm-hmm. than the churches. So oh, if you're yeah. looking for a show, go ahead and go to Broadway because it's not like you're not going to find the best show in a mm-hmm. in a church building, you know. And you know, there's churches that are actually really talented. Yeah. But and so I had this perspective of like I was I was just so angry and like I had just gone back from outreach and I was like, oh, oh, it is. <laughs> classic. <laughs> Everything that has to do with anything yeah. good or money <laughs> is so bad, you know all this stuff. And I was like so upset and I remember just like pissed and they like they had like all these events that were like thousands and thousands of dollars to like pump AC into this gym and I was like, what could you be doing with this money? But and there's like there's like thirty people in this room and I'm like. I can't even, like, there's, like, just as many volunteers because of the insanity of the setup. There's fog machines. There's light. There's, and I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what is, and I was so angry, and I felt the Lord convict me so deeply, and he said, but is this stuff actually the problem, or is it just a heart issue? He was like, if you exchanged your team that is so in love with the Lord on on the same stage doing these things, is it actually the stuff that's the problem, or is it just the heart posture? And I was like... Oh, and he he said, mm. you know, demonizing, demonizing the stuff is just as bad as idolizing the stuff. Ooh. You're still making an idol out of it. It's just mm. like which way you're leaning, whether it's like horrific or whether it's the best. It mm-hmm. just has nothing to do with the stuff. Yeah, like either way, your focus is being taken off of yeah. Jesus in that time. It absolutely does not matter if you because you can also idolize a small church, and you can also idolize worship in an underground church and you can also idolize just like just as much as you can idolize a mega church and performance and a a fog machine as you know what I mean and so Mm -hmm. like I had a really because that was very that was one of the most convicting moments of my life probably where because I had just staked so much like aggressive conviction on like you know like and so for the Lord to say like Kate you're wrong Uh, let's (laughs) That's great. Take a take a step back. So I think like um, I I just um, I, I love my church. Shameless plug. Reunion Hawaii is my favorite favorite mm. place. Um, I I've been so grateful to serve under leadership. Um, Gary Langley is my pastor, and Sam Cabra is um, one of our other um, main ministry leaders there. And um, they have set a standard and a culture of like the one thing, the Psalm 27-4 mindset of, like, the one thing that I ask for and the one thing that I seek is to, to oh, man, I, every time I try to quote a verse, it just, like, falls out of my head. Like, to, <laughs> to um, basically, to be in his presence, to inquire in his temple and behold the beauty of the Lord for yeah. all of my days. Um, uh, like, that is has been our perspective and focus is, like, um, especially in a season like 2020 where it's, like, there's so many things that are so easily they can just easily distract us and take our attention off of like the one thing, Jesus. Hmm. And, um, you know, like whether that is politics or whether that is social justice or whether that is COVID or whether, you know, it's like everybody we're in a, in a very unique year where it's like every single person in the world is currently affected, um, by what's happening. Like, you know, it, cause even things like, um, like nine 11 or other big things that happen, it's like, it wasn't every person on the planet. Whereas right. like mm-hmm. now it pretty much is, you know, and in different ways, but it's like every, there's nobody that's unaffected by this, right. you know? Yeah. And so it's like, we're in this crazy year where because of that, everybody has a personal um, experience attached to their logic or their opinion or whatever. And so it's like, everybody's more fired up and all this stuff. And I've seen so many churches and also disclaimer, I, I am not the judge of all things. I do not know what the Lord is speaking to other people. I am not, that is not my position to say what is God and what is not. I do not, that's not my say. I don't claim to be the Lord of the universe. But I think like, just from my perspective, in my opinion, from what I've observed, like I've seen so many churches really straying from like Jesus, even if they were like really in it, you know, like all about the fullness of the Lord um, being exalted in their church. I've seen like this season really just like, like change their perspective to something else of like, 
just all about, you know, uh, Black Lives Matter or all about um, anti-Black Lives Matter or all yeah, about yeah. this candidate or that candidate. You know, it's like all about COVID or all about we hate COVID and all about yeah. wear your mask or all about don't wear your mask, you know, and all this. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody's hyped up because, like, everybody's invested. It's an election year. It's crazy. And um, so people, I think it's just a year where I don't know if there's – more distractions or if people have just decided to amplify the distractions yeah. more um but i just believe like the agenda of the lord hasn't changed yeah. you know i think like he's consistent through this age just as much as he was last year just as much as he was two thousand years ago mm-hmm. um like his plans have not changed and it's been interesting to see even in our church how there's like people who are like adamantly opposed to us all of a sudden mm-hmm. and um i was talking to uh much more forwardly too yeah very aggressively mm-hmm. <laughs> and like i was talking to uh, uh my best friend tori last night and she she co-leads the worship teams at my church with me and uh we have some friends that were like really um really offended by our church lately because we're, we're meeting legally we are legally meeting under our legal constitution on, on sunday afternoons oh 4 p.m 8 10 richard street <laughs> <laughs> um uh, but, uh, like, we're legally meeting in our building, like, doing things, like, up to code, up to all things. Do you have to, to wear a mask when you're there? Uh, no comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are Smart following answer. the law, and I will not say anything else. Um, we are doing all the things we are mandated to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, uh, and just, like... To, to see people being so opposed to what we're doing and Tori mm-hmm. and I were sitting there last night just like evaluating like what you know what we're doing and what we looked like a year ago and six months ago and all these things and just really thinking like you know we have not changed a single thing and right. it's just the only thing that has changed about our church is just the circumstances surrounding us like we have not I mean obviously like there's a little bit different topic every week and you know mm. different songs <laughs> but it's like you know the like what we're doing hasn't changed our focus hasn't changed our people haven't changed like everything is the same so when i see people being offended or when i see people changing the topic or when i see people like getting distracted by all these things or like making you know all these things and it's like Mm -hmm. i think that's when you see like oh your sights are set on your circumstances and on distractions and not on the lord I just took this in a totally different direction. I just realized okay. I went on a really big tangent. But okay. I get real fired up about this stuff. So yeah, that's good. No, that's good. What would you say to people who are in this season and they are, like, so upset about the circumstances surrounding the world and the masks and stuff like that, but they still want to, like, they're trying to balance, like, hey, I'm a free human being that you can't tell what to do, but also, like, I want to honor God and the government and whatnot and and find a place to have worship. Like, what do you, what's your encouragement to those people who are, like, in that season of, like, I don't know, like, I feel yeah. like I'm pulled in all these directions and I, I'm so annoyed by all of it, yeah. and they just want to be with Jesus. What's your advice to those people? Um, my advice is to ask the Holy Spirit everything you do. I think, like, I know that might sound a cop, like a cop-out answer, but I think that's, like, the wisest thing we could ever do with our lives is mm-hmm. to, like, um, I've been singing, I just wrote this song the other day that I really just has kind of expressed my Is it your own response. song? What? Is it your song? Yeah, I just read it. It's like it goes. It's talking about like leaning into the lamb and like lifting our eyes um, to see heaven's perspective. And um, I just think like uh, you know what is that verse? John, I think it's John ten. I'm so bad at quoting scripture. John ten is about my sheep hear my voice. Um, we can look it up. It's okay. I became the fact machine that we were talking about last week. Sure, fact check me. Riley, you know know what? That might be seven. Riley, that's you. Riley, I think it's ten. You know who you are. Oh, you're right. It's ten. Look at me. He's in the BCC, and I proved him wrong. Thank you, everyone. Another reason why this is now my podcast. Thank you, and good night. Just kidding. Um, no, I. Yeah. Anyways, but you know that there's so many scriptures where it's like you know he he loves to talk to us, you know, and I think we discredit and I think we convince ourselves out of the Lord speaking to us and out of the Lord wanting to communicate with us and wanting to convict us and wanting to guide us and lead us and pull us and then be a shepherd. That's his name. Mm. He's the shepherd. You know, he's, he's, he's the guide. He's beginning and end. He's alpha omega. He, he holds everything in his hands. Like why, Mm. if we are his beloved, like why would he not want to talk to us? You know, like if that's just common sense. Yeah. Like it's common sense and it's also theologically correct. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like I, and so that's my opinion on things. Sneak this there. 
I'm just being honest. I get real. No, I get fair. real upset when people think like, "Oh, that's very arrogant of you." No, you know what I think is arrogant is like not taking the Lord for His word. Oof. Like that's so. That's the most prideful thing you can do. I'm sorry. You saying that like, I need to simmer down. No, a go. Right, I'm gonna say go something. Ahead. This is a show to but do I it. think like, I think people get so caught up in like, uh, like, for example. I am a very passionate worship leader. Just like we were just talking, like I get real winded because I'm just like ants. <laughs> and people have told me before, like, oh, that's just emotionalism. Like you just mm. okay. First of all, I am one of the most emotionally disconnected people I've ever met. Second of all, like even if it was emotionalism, is he not worthy of that too? Well, he created emotion, right? Is he not worthy of my sacrifice of emotion and my mind and my heart and my soul and my life? Like, why is that any less valid of an offering to the Lord than anything else? You know what I mean? Because people don't like it. You can't do that. Because people are offended because they worship their preference. Album tag. Preference. Track three. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, but, like, anyways. Yeah, and so I think uh, my advice to those people, <laughs> reeling it back in, um, I think, like, honestly, ask the Holy Spirit. Like, man, he is living and active inside of you, and if he's not, just ask him to. And, like, mm-hmm. he, that's, he, he'll do it, you yeah. know? He said it, and he'll do it. <laughs> Amen, you know? Amen. <laughs> but um, I think, like, there's a lot of focus on should and shouldn't and all the things right now, and, like, everybody's walking on eggshells and afraid to offend people and doing all these things but it's Mm -hmm. like if you are leaning into the lamb of god like he will not lead you astray Mm -hmm. and if you hear him wrong or you take a misstep like your life is covered in grace and if you do things out of honor and not to prove a point i'm seeing so many people be like i mean it's just to prove a point it's like why did jesus do things to prove a point or did he do things like because he only does what he sees the father doing you know like he was never like i'm gonna just mess you up and offend you like i don't know maybe i don't know them anyways i mean he I'm did gonna, offend people but it wasn't yeah his, like, but it was his motive wasn't wake like up and think, i'm gonna, gonna go gonna offend people pharisees today yeah you he's know? not like he it's just like for just that reason right yeah, yeah. he knew it was gonna be happening he knew it was gonna happen. it's yeah. a byproduct of it's a byproduct of obedience and not of not your motivation exactly yeah so, so good distinction. No! <laughs> be obedient and deal with the consequences yeah. of whatever that is. And I think, like, too, I think um, my other thing that I've been really uh, just stirring about this season, too, is, like, um, the value of honor, you know? Um, in my circles, we talk a lot about a culture of honor. And, obviously, honoring the Lord first and foremost, period. Um, but also, like, honoring you honoring you honoring the church mean honoring people and mm-hmm. that doesn't mean dishonoring the lord that like if the lord has spoken for you to do something oh you better do it you know mm-hmm. you better not bow to your fear of man mm-hmm. um th- my friend rollo he says it in such a good way he talks about like um the verse like in rollo. proverbs rollo yes cool. he's you know great rollo, are you talking about the candy no i no those are rollos but i'm talking about rollo i just oh. you know i've worked with him i've worked with him before yeah I don't know. Wow, great guy. Such a great guy. I thought you were making a joke. I thought you were also making a joke. No, no. He's great. (laughs) He's so great. Um, He talks about this word. Oh, change my life. He talks about um, the verse in Proverbs about, like, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of of wisdom. Wisdom. Yeah. And um, about how, like, like, whatever we fear is, like, who is Lord over our life. Mm-hmm. And whoever is, like, Lord of our life is, like, whose opinion we yield ourselves to. Yeah. And so it's, like, if you are yielding yourself, like, okay, when you do an action or you get dressed or you get anything and your thought is, like, oh, well, what will this person think of me or what will this blah, 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 then whoever that opinion is is lording over your life. And he is, like, that's who you fear. And so it's there wisdom or knowledge or whatever that you're yielding yourself to and so like it is the dumbest thing ever if we yield ourselves to any other lordship besides like jesus who is wisdom who Mm -hmm. is the person of wisdom and um anywho but like yielding ourselves to the lord i'm going off a lot of tangents welcome to (laughs) my show everyone (laughs) um but uh yeah to like honor people and honor your leadership like um there are places that i lead worship that we don't have to wear masks and we don't have to do the things and there are other places where we have to wear shields and we have to have the plexiglass and we have Mm. to socially distance and have masks and do a lot of other procedures and things and um and hazmat suits 
hazmat suits. Zoom call with yep. a hazmat suit. A hundred percent. Just like a dispenser, like those misters at Disneyland <laughs> yeah, that like yeah. dismissed you, but like uh, like antibiotic spray yeah, yeah. across the room. Oh, nice. Yeah, I basically. Love being yes, just drink it up. Um, airplane. But like I lead worship at both places, and I do that because. Um, I honor the authority of that house and because I honor them and I honor Mm -hmm. what they're doing and I'm serving them. My position is serving their leadership. Um, And so I think people need to get over themselves a little bit as Mm -hmm. well. Just being honest. Yeah. That's good. That's my thought. Kind of on the topic of mm, what the emotionalism, the emotionalism we were talking about a little bit earlier. Um, I kind of started noticing this, noticing this in like 2016, like a big divide in the church between like sort of reformed people versus like charismatics and the way like they do worship and stuff like that. And a lot of charismatic churches get um, like accused of like emotionally manipulating yeah. people in their worship service. And I'm sure that happens sometimes. And I'm sure a lot of times it's like passionately worshiping the Lord and it needs to be yeah. done, right? Yeah. There are many ways to worship the Lord. Um, but what would you say like is a good way to sort of vet those things because you you like you live in the uh sort of more of the charismatic world and you lead worship um (laughs) Uh so how would you say is a good way to recognize like when a church is just trying to like sort of put on a show for a response and when a church is like passionately like seeking after the presence of the lord do you know what i mean yeah i do know what you mean um great question i think what it's come down to for me is like um I, I'm not the judge of their response, but I am in charge of my response. Yeah, that's great. I think it's easy for people to get into a hypercritical mode of mm-hmm. whatever they feel like is a different camp than them or a different perspective. And I think Absolutely. it comes from both sides. It's where scary. It's like, oh, they don't worship the Lord because they don't run around the room, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, or they don't oh, say these they're things. They're not worshiping the Lord because they're not, you know? like It's just like, yeah. eh, that's so not up to you it's not like worship i think i think it's also like um you know worship is not about us (laughs) and like i as a worship leader i get a lot of people's opinions and um thoughts on what they feel like we should be like singing and doing and acting (laughs) like and all the things and um we should have less lights thanks karen or like they didn't yeah like they didn't (laughs) like it or it was too loud or all the things and it's like wow well it's not for you anyway, so, you know, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but, like, it's not, we're not worshiping you, so, and so I think, uh, I think just the church in general, not speaking to a specific charismatic reform, whatever, like, I think the church in general on both sides needs to learn a lot more humility and learn that the Lord does not come just only in our preference and only yeah, in absolutely. what we think is right and in our learned experience and on our perspective, um, I one of the songs on the album not to plug the album again but um, one of the songs on it is um, it came actually out of a spontaneous moment at my church and um, it was like about we just felt like we are supposed to wait on the Lord and just be like silent for a while and just like get our hearts right before the Lord and um, and I started seeing this thing about um, what if it doesn't look like what I thought it would what if you come in ways I didn't know you could offend my mind to reveal my heart I won't worship my preference anymore and it goes on, like, in the verses and stuff, talking about, like, um, right now, if you walked in the room, would I recognize you and want you to stay? Or would I not know you and reason you away? Um, don't just come how I want you. Come how you are. And I think um, that's, like, the most convicting thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Because it's that's like, great. man, like, what if Jesus walked in the room right now? Like, yeah. are you sure that you would know him? Are you yeah. sure that you would recognize him? Or would he be the charismatic that you're criticizing or the reformed mm-hmm. guy that you're criticizing or mm-hmm. the, you know what I mean? Like, what if no, he does I, not look like your perspective? Yeah, no, I listened to that song and I was like, oh. I was like doing my charts and I was listening to your album and I heard that lyric and I was like, how dare you say that? Slices, huh? <laughs> I was like, wow. what, what are you doing? Like, Every time I went in to re- like record for this, this album, I like really... I had to, like, spend some time with the Lord being like, oh, God, like, do I believe these things that I'm saying? Because it's like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah, no, because it's super easy. Like, I see that in my own life where I'm like, this is how God would look if he was here. Yeah. And then I think to myself, wait, that's what the Pharisees thought, and Jesus yeah. came as a homeless guy. Exactly. And, and they thought he was going to come as a king that was going to destroy Rome, and he's yeah. like, oh, you guys totally missed it. Yeah. 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I was so upset. I was like, I have fallen into that trap. And I had to have a little yeah. moment in my homework time, like, yeah. to reflect and repent. Like, oh yeah. man, God. Yeah. You both, are, you both are looking at me there. Yeah, it's great. I just have so much on this topic. I just, like, I, I, I when like I, I've had, like, so many, like, come to the Lord conviction moments about that exact thing where it's like, oh, just grieved about, like, does my heart look more like the Pharisees or more like Jesus? You know, does it look more like the woman with the alabaster jar or does it look like the Pharisees who said, like, who shooed her way, you know, and like, or, you know, even the disciples that like knew him the best that right. said like, oh, there's better ways that we could be doing this. You know, like there's, this is wasteful. Like this is. <laughs> you imagine being a disciple telling God how to do his job? It's crazy. And, well, that's how you operate when you're not under the, like, the yeah. influence of the Holy Spirit, but under the religious spirit. Yeah. You hey, know? Jesus, we need to feed these people. He's like, you do it. He's like, um, I think we should just send them away. Yeah. And God's just like, you guys don't really listen ever, do you? Like, yeah, wow. <laughs> like, you guys are really bad at this. Thank you for the Holy Spirit, right. God. Wow. Um, yeah, I think, like, so I think, honestly, back to your question, like, that's been very convicting of, like, I think we need to get out of the mindset that everything I know is right. And, like, we've all missed it in some way. We've all at some point and in some way. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure that, like, so many people who disagree with me and who I think, like, wow, I'm positive. They are so wrong. But I'm sure that they're way more right about some things than I am. And I'm sure I'm right about some things that they're not. And, you know, like, it's just, like, I think at the end of the day, I think we make it a lot more complicated than it is. There's not, like, some, like, test of 17 and a half steps of here's how you know if you're worshiping from your emotions or from, Mm -hmm. you know. It's like, show me the verse of where where that is, you know. Like, was the alabaster jar being broken at the feet of Jesus in a leper's house from this prostitute woman? Is that not emotional? Mm -hmm. Is it not emotional that, you know... Who was it, Mary, that that washed his feet with her hair? Right. Like, yeah, you like know, like, weeping. is that right. not emotionalism? Like, I, if I saw that, that would be my definition of, like, emotionalism. And so yeah. I think I definitely lean more towards the camp of, like, I just think he's worthy of everything we have. So it's like... And what's interesting about that whole thing is, like, emotional response is one of the first and foremost and only appropriate responses you see in the Bible when people come under the power of God. Like, all through the Old Testament, like, Isaiah 6, God, like, gets transported to heaven, and he looks at God and says, oh, he's like, woe to me, I I am ruined. I'm a man of unclean lips, and I come from a people of unclean lips. And he just, like, was just, like, terrified and, like, weeping at his sin, like, his mortality. He's like, oh my gosh, and, like, his whole response is super emotional, and then God, like, like restored him and redeemed yeah. him like he does all of us mm-hmm. who believe in him and everything's emotion when you yeah. see like God come down like all the prophets yeah. wrote in poetry yes. which was invoking emotion yeah so like how you can't separate a response from God and emotion they don't yeah like a, a he created us that way yeah, yeah. Comes with emo- God is emotional yeah which people he's don't like he's the most emotional he is, he is God he's the best at all the things he's the definition he is the of emotion right yeah like, yeah God. I agree. Like, he doesn't, nice. like, just experience love, which is an emotion. He is the he is the nature of that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, Man. like, he's infinite in everything yeah. that he is. And he has yeah. all these emotions infinitely. So if you don't yeah. like emotion, you're going to miss out on, on a lot of God. Yeah. Oh, preach it. I feel the Lord. Wow. <laughs> nice. Well, man, Lord we've had Jesus. a great episode so far. Yeah, it's been Thanks awesome for coming out, Rachel. <laughs> Thanks for having me on my podcast, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel Morley. Yeah. Now, before we finish off, I do have to ask you one question. I'm scared. And Darian and I talked about it before. Oh, God. Which is, and I don't want to get too political, but which is more American? Oh, oh okay. No. A hot dog oh. or a corn dog? There's only one answer. It's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a corn dog is more American because, because a hot dog is like just like a bratwurst, and that's German. So it's like. No. A corn dog. Do you realize a hot dog is the only thing that's inside of a corn dog? It just was on the outside. No, but listen to this. Because, like, a hot dog, yes, that's very American. But then it's more American to stick a stick in it and put it in cornbread and deep fry it. But listen, what's the greatest American game? No, listen, what's the greatest American game? The American game. What sport is that? Baseball. Baseball. What do they sell at baseball games? No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) They sell hot dogs. I mean, I think it's, like, more quintessential, like, iconic American. 
Yeah. I think it's the most more recognizable as American. But yeah. I think like somebody took something that was the most iconic the American thing, and then they were like, oh, let's jab a stick and like stick it in batter and deep fry it. Yeah. yeah That's basically, more American. Basically, a corn dog came about because someone was eating a hot dog and said, what if it's just totally surrounded by this bread in vertical? <laughs> yeah. You know, and then they, they created it. So I'm not taking a side on this because this is really fun to see you guys go mm-hmm. off. I think it's both but, very American. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But if the question is more American, yeah, which is more corn dog. dog? Which one of the two? <laughs> which one of the two goes to Trump rallies? <laughs> what? Both. Not saying that correlates to being American. I'm not picking a side there. I'm just saying which one would be more stereotypically both. a Trump supporter. Both. Uh, I could definitely see both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Both. But I think I think both. like that that um. That corn dogs would wear like a MAGA hat, you know what I mean? Like hot dogs would be present at the rally, but, but corn dogs like, would wear okay, the yeah, hat. Yeah, I agree. Corn dogs are like the centrists of the group, and yeah. they're like trying not to take time. Yeah. Like they don't want to vote them. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty like moderate. Like That's corn funny. dogs is like they can lean both ways, but like they're gonna vote red in the yeah, end. Yeah. But like corn dogs, no, no, no. There's yeah. no coming back from that. So like, corn dogs uh, are the MAGA wears. They know where they stand. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good You heard place. it here first, folks. Yep. <laughs> Next time you eat a, eat a corn dog, yell at them. Or yeah. whatever you feel so inclined to do. Love them. Hug them. Tell them the gospel. There you go. The better response. Why would again. anyone? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. Oh, I hit my mic. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Thanks for listening to this great conversation. And I'm sure this will not be the last time Rachel comes on the show. Thank you for coming to my <laughs> podcast, everyone. Next time it'll be just me. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Adios. Bye.